so often on TV that it looked enormous. And especially when you saw the queen and everyone standing out on the balcony and all the crowds. When I first got there, I thought, this can't be it. I mean, it, it wasn't a block long. I mean, it wasn't even close to a block long. So different things like that that I saw that I was disappointed in. The, another thing that really got me was the Leaning Tower of Pisa. I expected this humongous tire, tire, how you say it? Tower. Tower. Tower that would be leaning and you would have to look way up into the sky to see the top of it. And my dad had a silo on the farm that was more outstanding, this leaning tar. And then what was the other thing that, oh, in the Louvre, mm -hmm. and saw the picture of Mona Lisa. I mean, you had to fight the crowd to get up close enough to see it. I mean, it's like a, what, eight by 10, a 12 by 14, I mean, at its best, it's it's a tiny thing. So, but there were other things that were just magnificent. Yeah, one of the nights that we were in uh, Florence, uh, I think we were all hungry and looking for some place to eat, and we had a rare night off from our guided tour. And uh, I asked a local shop owner if she knew of a local place that served good food. And the irony of our trip, almost every place we went, almost everyone knew English. And uh, so we could communicate. And the uh, owner of the, uh, the bakery wrote down uh, the name of the cafe, Giovanni's Cafe. And it was a big uh, outdoor under a tent type cafe. And we had to walk for about an hour down the alleys uh, to get to it. But whenever we got there, it was a great, great meal. And uh, I, th I think uh, one of the things that was unique about Italy, as we walked to that restaurant, it was around 7 p.m., all the restaurants on the way were empty. There wasn't anybody dining. And we got to the restaurant about 8 o'clock, and we dined until, uh, oh, I guess it's close to midnight whenever we got through because they really rolled out the carpeting. Uh, $20 to the Mater D really made a difference. <laughs> and uh, we got uh, uh, we got our meal and headed back, and every restaurant was packed full. So the Italians, they eat a little later than the Americans. Oh, my gosh, yes. And they do it right. Uh, a meal there can take you at least an hour and a half, two hours. Um, it's an event, and it's it's wonderful. That's one thing I did love about most of the meals in Italy and France uh, and Switzerland is um, the evening meal of the day is the event. Um, it, it was just wonderful. And we, uh, the streets were packed in Italy as we finished our dinner and headed back to the hotel. I mean, the streets were just full of people. It was, it was marvelous. One of our best stops. On the way back, uh we, uh, as we were approaching our hotel, um, an Italian security car pulled up and out jumped a beauty. And uh, she ran in and 
I went over to talk to the security officer about his Glock gun and everything, and he said that uh, we had just seen uh, Miss Italy, Francisca Testasica, uh, was going in to uh, powder her nose. She was going to come back and go to a TV appearance, which it's approaching midnight now. And uh, as she came out, I asked him if I could take her picture, and I asked her, and she sure. Sure, you can take my picture. So she got with me and uh, you and, and Ruth and and uh, Dick, and we took all kinds of pictures. A very voluptuous girl, very gorgeous, uh, very beautiful. Uh, yes, and I think I need to correct you just a little bit. There were no pictures taken with this girl with Ruth and myself. <laughs> I mean, because we couldn't have gotten between you and the girl and I mean you and Dick had that pretty well covered I mean I've never seen you guys going gaga <laughs> it was really cute but uh, yes it was a, she was a beauty and uh, and you guys had a really good time well we had a great time in Europe uh, would do it again uh, but like you say times are different probably never have the opportunity again because of the virus and the health situation. So uh, we have to concentrate on jumping in our mini and headed toward Illinois. Or someplace, maybe mm -hmm. California, we'll see. But things are uh, so bad in most states and big cities that, you know, it's, it's not too safe yet. It's not hit a turning point. We don't know what's gonna happen. So we'll just have to take it easy and fly low. We got some new car signs. What do you think of them? I think they're neat. I was surprised. I don't remember having a business meeting about this. <laughs> but yes, bringing it up in next month's business meeting. <laughs> okay, I will. Yeah, yeah, it's really cute. It's uh, I like the picture. Uh, it is not our vehicle, but it looks a lot like our vehicle. And. Um, so yes, this is a, it's really nice. It's describing our travels on America's highways and byways, retired roaders at gmail.com. So yes, it's a very pretty picture of the mountains and everything. It looks like Colorado. We got three stick on signs to uh, the truck and one for the back of the uh, RV. And as we travel around the nation and bringing you the sights and sounds of our trip, um, You'll see our Retired Rotor podcast uh, stick-on signs. And uh, that's just the first of many specialty items that we'll be uh, bringing forth. Uh, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. And we invite you to continue uh, checking out our podcast. And also, uh, Joey and Trenton have a Professionally Unprofessional podcast on Spotify uh, they talk about marketing and uh, business uh, topics. And then Trenton every morning, Monday through Friday, has Out the Door Sports. Uh, he gives you a synopsis of what you missed overnight in the world of sports. So Retired Rotors podcast is what you're listening to. And we invite you to join us again as we tour America's sights and sounds. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Toby.